Ruchim Abayim. Welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Great to see everybody. We are, we have uh, three very important shiurim this morning. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should grant us Siyat HaDashmaya to, for greater and deeper understanding of Tarasenu HaKadosha. The Baruch Hashem, the Haggadah Shal Pesach is, uh, we're, go- we're going to print. Um, I hope next time to be able to show you a picture of the cover. If anybody wants to participate, you could still be mishtatev. We're uh, a few thoughts on the parsha. The pasuk, the pasuk says, "Perek chafhei pasuk ches va'asuli mikdash." Rashi says, "Va'asu what's li lishmi?" It has to be built lishma. Question, but already says v'yikhu li chuma. Rashi says. Li Lishmi. So we already know it has to be Lishma. Why does the Torah have to reiterate Lishma two times? I think the simple explanation, and I'm sure you all thought of this as well, is that both the giving as well as the both the giving as well as the building have to be Lishma. Everybody knows that there are two parts of making a, a binyan. There's a donation, and there's the building of it. Sometimes a person might donate for an ulterior motive. They want to appear generous. They want to um, look like a good guy. But when they build the shul or they build the yeshiva, they do it l'shem shamayim. Vice versa, a person could donate l'shem shamayim, and then the, the edifice is built shaloy l'shma. And therefore, the Torah is emphasizing both the donation as well as the building have to be l'shma. Okay, this is something I never picked up on before. Parag Chafhei Pasuk Laman Aleph. Te'ose ha The menorah should be made. It sounds like it's made on its own. Rashi says, indeed, Moshe had a very difficult time with the menorah. So Hashem says, don't worry, throw it into the fire, and it will just come out on its own. Therefore, it doesn't say, you should make the menorah. But rather, it says the menorah will be made. Question, later on in Perak Mem, um, later on in Perak Chafei Pasuk Mem, Rashi says, Ure'e va'ase, see and make. This teaches that Moshe had a difficult time in the menorah until God had to show him a menorah of fire. Wait a second, we already know he had a hard time. And Hashem told him, just throw it in and it will come by itself. Why is there another Pasuk that Moshe had another time with him, a hard time with the Menorah? So interesting, let's focus on this. There are two words that indicate Moshe had a hard time with the Menorah. One is Teyase, and one is Ure'eva'ase. Ure'eva'ase. Why did Moshe have a problem two times? The Sifsei Chachamim explains that at first, Moshe Rabbeinu had a difficulty comprehending what the menorah looked like. So Hashem said, here's a visual aid. He showed him a menorah fire. But then after Moshe Rabbeinu understood what the menorah looked like, he had a hard time figuring out how he's going to make it. So Hashem said, don't worry, throw it in the fire. So in other words, Moshe had two questions. First, he couldn't visualize it. So, so Hashem showed him a menorah of fire. Then he couldn't make it. So then Hashem said, just throw it in the fire and it will come by itself. 
So the following question hit me. In Parshas Bahaloischa, Rashi says a third time Moshe had a, a hard time with the Menorah. It says, Vizeh Masa HaMenorah. Whenever it says Vizeh, it means to point with a finger. So Rashi says, Hashem showed him with his finger because he had a difficult time with the Menorah. So Hashem pointed, okay, this is what it looks like. Why is Moshe still having a hard time with it? So it means there are three words in Chamisha Chumshei Torah indicating Moshe has a hard time with the Menorah. One, Teyase in, in Truma. Number two, Ure'evaase. And number three, the Gros says that Moshe Rabbeinu's difficulty with the Menorah is there are 49 components of the Menorah. The Menorah has 22 goblets. The Menorah has 11 knobs. And the Menorah has 9 flowers. And then the menorah has seven branches. So Moshe Rabbeinu didn't under, uh, knew the 49 uh, pathways of Bina, the 49 gates of wisdom, but he didn't know the 50th gate of wisdom. The menorah itself is the Sharnun. This is what was difficult to Moshe Rabbeinu. Question... Why is Moshe Rabbeinu Dafka trying to understand the 50th gate of wisdom in Parshas Bahaloischa? Listen carefully. The Pasuk Vizem Masa HaMenoira, that Moshe had a difficult time with the Menoira, that's in Bahaloischa. Why is this third question of Moshe Rabbeinu not understanding the Menoira itself, which again represents the Sharnun? There are 49 details of the Menoira. The Menoira itself is the 50th. The 49 details of the Menorah represent the 49 gateways of wisdom. The Menorah itself represents the 50th gateway of wisdom. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu Davka in having a difficult time understanding the Menorah in Bahaloischa? Another question you could ask is if you, if you look at the Rashis in this week's parsha, Rashi says there are nine flowers on the Menorah. Eight are mentioned in Truma. The final flower... is not written in Truma, it's written in Bahaloischa. There it says, in Ad Yurecha Ad Pircha Mikshahi. That's the ninth flower. Isn't that interesting that in the Parsha that talks about how to make the Menorah, only eight flowers are mentioned. And later on, when it talks about lighting the Menorah, a, uh, a, a ninth flower is mentioned. But I would humbly suggest, even though it's not clear why Eight flowers are mentioned in this week's parsha, and one flower is mentioned in Bahaloischa. But the ninth flower is the 49th detail of the Menorah. I would say so long as Hashem only gave to Moshe 48 details of the Menorah, Moshe Rabbeinu understood 48 gateways of wisdom. And he wasn't... It wasn't... Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have a difficulty, a difficult time understanding the 50th gate, 
because he wasn't even up to it yet, because he didn't even have 49. But in Bahaloischa, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Moshe Rabbeinu the ninth flower, which is the 49th level of wisdom, now, for the first time, Moshe Rabbeinu is Neskasha in the 50th level of wisdom. Meaning, until Moshe Rabbeinu was elevated to level 49, he didn't have a question about level 50. But now that he got to level 49, he was elevated to level 50. I'm sorry, that he, he wanted to understand level 50. One more uh, Ha'ara. By many of the items in the Mishkan, by many of the items in the Mishkan, it says that they match up Isha el Achoisa, a woman and her sister. A woman and her sister. It's an interesting expression to use when a hook goes into a loop or when a plank goes into another plank, Isha el Achoisa. So Rashi says that's the Derech Royce. When we talk about things that are feminine, we say Isha el Achoisa. When we talk about things that are masculine, we say Isha Lachiv. But perhaps we could explain further. Rav Shamshin Me'ashtapoli is, um, reveals that the reason why a person can't marry a woman and her sister is because on the Kisei HaKavayd, it says the details of the Kisei HaKavayd are Isha El Achisa. And that's why Yaakov Avinu, whose image is on the Kisei HaKavayd, he could marry Isha El Achisa. So we're learning an interesting and uh, elevated idea that the design on God's throne of glory is a kisei hakavod. We know that the Mishkan was Mishkan Ha'idus. The Mishkan was a Mishkan of the Luchais. The Luchais were actually San Perinan. I believe Rabbi Nebuchai says they were they were hewn out from the very kisei hakavod. If that's the case, the Mishkan is basically encapsulating the throne of glory. In that case, we understand why the details of the Mishkan are Isha El similar to the Kisei HaKavayd. Okay, now we do your favorite part of the week, the imponderables. Let's do that. Let's change the batteries because they don't last more than 10 minutes.